BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, so I'm sitting here with Wes Okerson, who you probably remember from episode 14 of the podcast, when we talked all about ketosis and exogenous ketones, ketogenic diet, all that kind of stuff. We also talked about the fact that he is a celebrity trainer here in Los Angeles, even if he hates that term, it's just true. He's a fantastic trainer who... I'm going to start training with next week. I'm so excited because everybody who listens to this podcast knows that I have solely been doing yoga for like eight months, but I've dabbled in all sorts of things. Orange Theory Fitness, which I still love, running marathons, which I will definitely do again. And so I just kind of hop around and I listen to my body and I do what feels good for me. So while I was in Bora Bora, last week, which when you guys listen to this will have been a couple weeks. I worked out with a trainer almost every day. We just did like low intensity stuff, but I felt like I was getting stronger and I feel like it could actually really help me with some of my goals in my yoga practice with inversions and that kind of stuff. So we'll see how that goes. I think it's going to be really fun. And... um. Wes and I have gotten to be good friends over the last couple months of knowing each other. We met through our mutual friend, Kelly Levesque, who has been on this podcast a lot. So you guys probably have heard Be Well from Kelly. She's my nutritionist, my neighbor, my friend. Um, she introduced me to this fabulous product, Keto OS, which is a keto operating system. You guys will hear all about it in today's episode because we interviewed the CEO, Brian Underwood, which we're going to talk about in a second. Um, but I just briefly wanted to explain how I started taking the product and what I like about it because I've gotten so many questions because of course, I share so much of my life on my blog and my Instagram and literally everywhere, everywhere that you could possibly find a person because I like to share my life. And, you know, I've gotten some questions from people asking, do you think you're being obsessive about this the way that you were obsessive with veganism? And I just want to explain myself before I roll my eyes about it because I just, it just pains me deep inside when people think that they know everything that a person eats or that they... um kind of have the right to assume or pass judgment on someone's lifestyle when you don't necessarily have the answers to any of the questions that you have. So I figured I would just answer that while we're here and while we're talking about the subject because 
I've always been the kind of person who gets really passionate about specific things that I find in the wellness world that really work for me. Right now, some of those things are vital proteins, collagen peptides, vital proteins, beef liver. You guys can read all about that on my blog. And also this Keto OS product and eating a really high fat diet, low carb and... I just feel really good. So that's kind of what I'm focused on is fueling my body with the proper nutrients, feeling really good, doing these more low intensity workouts that I've been really into lately. And I can definitely say I haven't felt this good in a very long time. So I'm just going to keep doing what works for me. And in terms of people out there who have asked whether I'm eating enough or whether this product is replacing my meals... I'm eating a lot. I'm eating a high fat diet, tons of avocados and coconut butter and smoothies and fish and chicken and meat and all that good stuff, tons of vegetables. So I don't feel like I have to defend my diet, but I just want everybody to know that I feel really healthy and really balanced and really good. And I think that's really all I have to say on that subject. Also, it's 201. This is crazy. This always happens. It's 201, which is, I don't know if you know this, my lucky number, Wes, like my most crazy lucky number. This is this happens all the time when I'm recording the intro for the podcast. I love it. So anyways, I don't want that to sound defensive at all. I just want it to be an explanation as to why I like to share this kind of stuff with you because when I discover a product that I think works really well, I obviously want to share it for other people in hopes that you guys could feel great from it too. So I discovered the Keto OS product through Kelly, my friend and nutritionist. She was taking... um, somebody who happens to be Chelsea Handler on a wellness trip to Santa Barbara. I went to teach them yoga and hang out for the day. Kelly gave me some keto OS that her and Chelsea were drinking. I fell in love, felt amazing. Kelly ended up introducing me to Wes, who is the person who showed her the product. So I'm sitting here with Wes. I might as well have him say hello and introduce Brian, who is our guest today. So here's Wes. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jordan. Um, Yeah, it's kind of crazy because Kelly and I both kind of jumped aboard around the same time. Um, And I've loved this product since the first day I ever took it. It gave me like basically more energy than I've ever had. And so kind of with that intrigued me a lot to become involved with the company. And that's kind of where I am today. And just really trying to spread the word as much as possible and inspire other people. And um, it's really cool today that, you know, we've got a chance to get Brian on a call to kind of take some time out, carve out time in his schedule. I know he's a busy guy because I've been to a couple of the events already for Prove It and they have a ton of inspiring doctors. They have, you know, he speaks a lot. Um, so, you know, it's, he kind of blew my mind the first time I heard him speak live because it really helped push me and, you know, how I wanted to get involved and how much this product was helping so many people on so, so many levels. So, um, I don't want to talk too much. I'll let him do a lot of the talking. But you know, without further ado, this is Brian. He is the Brian Underwood. He's the CEO uh, of Prove It, and he is a super inspiring guy. Um, and he really, I think, will will bring it today. So, yeah, amazing. So here he is, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay. 
Hey, everybody. We're so excited about our guest today. We have Brian Underwood, the CEO of Prove It, which is the keto OS company that I have posted about so much. And I did a podcast with Wes and Kelly a couple weeks ago, and we've had so much interest to learn more about the company, but also just soul on fire type of stuff from someone who has done incredibly well in business. Brian, he leads talks all over the world talking about just being a successful entrepreneur and basically all the stuff that we talk about here on the Balance Blonde podcast. So we had to get him on. We're so, so happy that we could catch him for an interview. So Brian, why don't you introduce yourself to the Balance Blonde listeners and tell everybody a bit about what you do? Well, I'd love to. Well, first of all, it's great to be on, Jordan. Uh, definitely appreciate the, everything that you do and all of the uh, great stuff that you're bringing out to the world and to individuals to really inspire people to be the best versions of themselves. And, uh, you know, I think that's re- what we're really about with our company. And as an entrepreneur, I've always said that I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. I'm addicted to this evolution of pursuing better. And um, and so we started a company really um, several years ago. Uh, we came up with the brand concept first. Uh, before we ever even found a product that we wanted to really introduce to the marketplace. But the brand was focused around uh, what I feel people should do is focus around brand equity, right? Like, you know, why is it that you're doing what you're doing? And um, if you can identify that and you have a bigger vision and mission than just uh, a transaction, I think ultimately you can not only be successful, but you can be successful by doing good for the world. And so for me, I really look at it as a new paradigm um, to transcend the market that entrepreneurs, if we can get entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs to focus on doing well for themselves, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. But let's do well for ourselves by doing good for the world and truly being innovators. And every single person listening to this, um, every single person that you bump into, we all have the ability to innovate if we just truly understand what that definition of innovation is. And for me, innovation is just bringing additional value to other people, whether it's directly or indirectly, that um, that they might not be getting. And so, you know, you can innovate by something as simple as what I call switch vocabulary. You know, so many people today, we use words um, and we don't realize it, but uh, 99% of our society is general. Uh, they are have already have meanings defined to words that we use. And uh, we got to remember that if someone has a negative meaning to a word and we use it, um, there's going to be a negative association or it's not going to open up. So, you know, someone could be an innovator just by replacing a word that could stand for the same thing. And my point by that is just, you know, let's truly innovate instead of beating each other up out in the marketplace or, you know, tearing down one building to build your own. Let's just embrace people that are pursuing better. And that's how we came up with the name of our company, uh, to make a long story short, is Prove It really, to me, identifies inspiring on. And it represents your goal, your dream, your calling, your purpose in life, which all of us have. Some of us, we have to redefine them or we have to re-identify them. But everyone has dreams. Everyone has goals. And that is your it. And to prove, based on Wikipedia means to demonstrate real, right? Or to manifest. And so our entire philosophy is if you're proving it every single day, then you're pursuing your better. You're pursuing your dreams. 
And the thing that I've realized over the last 23 years in business uh, and in life is that when someone is pursuing their dreams, you inspire other people. It doesn't matter if you accomplish them or not. It's the mere fact that you have the courage to step out and to go for it, right? And so that's what Prove It is. Prove It is, um, you know, in the pursuit of demonstrating or manifesting your dreams, you're going to inspire other people to be the best versions of themselves. And that's really what we focused on first is why do we want to develop a brand and how can this brand transcend the market and what, you know, what innovative means can we use to bringing this brand to the market? And so we didn't want it to be focused on transactions. And so we came up with really what we wanted to do first. And that's the vision and the mission of our company. It's, you know, to inspire other people to be the best versions of themselves by introducing evidence based products, programs, um, you know, or anything that can innovate and help increase the value of someone's life. Wow. Well, I love that. I love hearing that you came up with the name for the company before, before anything else, because I think the name of anything says so much. As far as my blog and my business, my name has switched and my whole business transitioned from the blonde vegan at one point to the balanced blonde. And now I have the whole soul on fire part of my brand. So I definitely can relate and understand to how important a name is and the fact that people really do have associations with certain words. And I think prove it encapsulates so much because everybody has something to prove to themselves and the world and sharing inspiration. And you said something a couple days ago when we were talking, when you were in the Bahamas, about the difference between motivation and inspiration that I found really interesting. So maybe if you could repeat that for people listening, that would be awesome. No, yeah, I'd love to. You know, I mean, uh, when you talk about inspiring on, right, or, or proving it forward, creating a ripple effect in the universe, uh, what I truly believe is that when we as human beings see something great that is being pursued and it's someone that, you know, is overcoming to become is we actually identify with greatness so well because we all have it inside of us. It's our innate ability to be great. Um, sometimes we just have to be reminded of it. But how we all identify greatness is the reason we do is because we have it in us. So we can actually identify when someone is doing something great. And um, and that's usually based on the heart that someone's putting into something, not the talent, right? And um, and so for me, I, I've really looked at the last you know 23 years of my life is is I've had great mentors, I've had great teachers, I've you know I, I've been very very blessed um, and, and great perspective. And I've always you know really people say, oh well, you're a motivational speaker at different times, and and that's the last thing that I want to be, right? Um, because to me. Uh, motivation is something that's very temporary. Inspiration lasts forever. And when you're truly inspired to be the best version of yourself, that means that, you know, if you can't find a way, you're going to make the way, that it's constant, never-ending improvement, that you're you're consistently pursuing it because you realize that there's one thing that's definitive in life is that nothing's going to remain the same. You're either going to progress or you're going to digress. And so for me, inspiration is about you know, really defining and taking on that identity of who we are as multipliers. We have the innate ability to multiply people's um, initiative around us based on our actions alone. And so, you know, inspiration is something that comes deeper. Motivation, you can motivate me to get in the gym for a day or two days or a week. 
However, for me to truly switch and, and you know, and, and it become a lifetime, there has to be something deeper within my, myself that I'm inspired to do it. So um, inspiration is lasting. Motivation is temporary. And it doesn't mean that there's not a need for the tool of motivation. We all need motivation at different you know, times of our lives. Uh, but what, is, what it means is really identify the difference and the contrast and how to use each tool. And when you find someone that's inspired, you know, you find someone that when you're around, they just uplift you by their near their near energy and their presence. And so uh, someone that's inspired is they're truly their own energy. They have their own engine. They don't rely on anyone else to get up at five in the morning and go to bed at three in the morning. Um, you know, it's someone that's truly pursuing better. And, and so that's, and you can always find someone that's inspired uh, based on their language. You know, they always have a winning language to them. And, uh, and so that's, I don't know, I could go on and on about that topic because it's something through the years that, you know, I've gained perspective and definition to, and, um, and, you know, hopefully have applied it in, in each and everything that we do every single day. And so, um, that's one of the reasons we want to inspire other people based on the experience they have within our company is, is because if they're inspired, then they're going to go for it. And then that inspiration will carry on. It will be proved forward and it'll create a ripple effect, you know, within our community, you know, within the world. Yeah. I love that. I, I really, really like hearing all about different people, different successful people's definition of inspiration, because inspiration is truly what carries forth anything that is meaningful to any of us. So I think that that is so cool. So fantastic. I'm really glad that this is all recorded because I want to listen to this again and again. It's very inspiring to me, which is fantastic. Um, something I wanted to ask you is something I'm fascinated about with all successful people is their personal journey and where they came from and how they got started and what the journey looked like leading up to today. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that journey for you? Um, I don't know if we have time on this podcast to do it. I'm joking. Um, no, I think you... I think, you know, as cliche as it sounds, is life is a journey. Success is a journey, and it's about embracing it, right? I think all too many times we can look back in history and see people that have what most people would perceive as the pinnacle of success, but they're miserable. And one of the reasons they're miserable is because, to me, success is ongoing. You never reach a pinnacle of success. You always strive to do more, to be more, to grow more you know, and to be able to contribute more because at the end of the day, you know, who you become in the process is what it's all about. And it doesn't matter what happens uh, to you here on earth, you know, it doesn't matter what trials, tribulations, obstacles are put in front of you. Um, you know, as you go through those, you become more. And uh, I've always said that the greatest level of fulfillment in anything is what you're able to give back to others and give back to the world. And you can't give what you don't have. And so, uh, you know, you know, you like me, we've, we've had a ton of trials and tribulations and that's, what's made up the melodies of my life. And that's, what's given me the inspiration, uh, to continue to progress forward. And, and to me, success isn't measured by uh, bank accounts, right. Or economic value. Uh, yes, that's part of it, but I truly believe that we're always going to be rewarded, uh, based on the value that we bring to others to the, you know, whether it's directly or indirectly, you're going to be rewarded and financial success without fulfillment is failure. And so my journey started literally, you know, you can say I, I was just very blessed to, to grow up in a very strong 
family that that was centered around love and my dad dropped me off from school every day and say be positive and confident in all you do and and um i didn't truly i was unable to identify how powerful that was and how that was an exception to the rule until i got out in the real world and um you know i've had some some great successes um you know entrepreneurship is like riding waves you're going to be up and down and you just have to embrace that but that's life right and um and then I, I was affiliated with sports, uh, played basketball uh, through college and uh, was able to walk on a childhood dream of mine was to play basketball for the University of Kentucky, um, walked on to the, the championship team there in the, the 90s. And, and athletics taught me a lot about, you know, sacrifice and discipline and teamwork and, you know, having faith in other people. And, you know, that's a lesson that I think is so important. People have faith in those that have faith in other people. And faith is something that, all of us have to practice because faith is about being certain of what we hope for. And, um, and so, you know, I've, I've gone through a lot, um, you know, prove it. We actually started prove it. It was on the back end of what I thought was going to be the biggest, uh, business that I ever created. And it was probably, uh, the most, if you want to call it, I, I hate to use the word failure, but let's just say things didn't work out that they were way that they were supposed to. And it was probably one of the most traumatic experiences that I went through in terms of thinking we had everything figured out and it come crashing down and, uh, you know, and, and it challenged me a lot to say, okay, well, this life isn't happening. This isn't happening to me. It's happening for me. There's a great lesson here. If I keep moving forward, if I get through it, it's going to build muscle. And, you know, I know you've interviewed people from all walks of life on your podcast. Some of them are incredible fitness people. And I love interviewing people that are great, coaches and fitness. And, you know, when you talk to them for someone to really get to a pinnacle of fitness, they have to be uncomfortable at some point in time. And so, uh, you know, I, I, my journey is still going, I guess, is the answer to the question. And we all have incredible stories. And the thing that I would just encourage people is, you know, find the strength in those stories, find the melodies, find the lessons. Um, because if you look for Brown, you're going to see Brown, right? But if you look for green, you're going to see green and green is all about growing. And so, uh, you know, that might be a story for you and I for a later time, because, uh, you know, my, my world is still being shaped, you know, every single day, there's, there's always learning lessons and there's always, uh, celebrations. What I would encourage everyone to do is look, control the things that you can control and celebrate the hell out of those things. I mean, regardless of where your life is out, take time every day to celebrate you and the other stuff, remember that you know, look, it's all perspective. 97% of the things that we worry about will either A, never happen, never come to fruition. B, they're going to come to fruition and there's nothing you can do about it. Or C, they are, you know, they've already come to fruition and they're past. And so what I've always said is usually the worries and the things that keep us stuck are, are things that we have no control over. And so what you can control is your energy, your mindset, your focus, your belief in yourself, your faith in yourself, your faith in others. And if you're focused on moving forward every day, you won't have time to worry about that other stuff. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I know, I don't know if that answers your question in specific details, but I love it when you said, you know, your journey, because, um, I'm still on a journey, you know? And so it's, it's, uh, every day and it doesn't matter if you look at, Elon Musk, who, you know, I look to his mentorship. I mean, an incredible entrepreneur. He chased, he, he faces challenges in his life every single day, but his ability 
right, to get through those is going to be consistent to the value he's bringing to others and bringing to the world. Problems don't go away. Problems multiply the more successful and the more strong that you become. And, you know, your income and your success is going to be in direct or indirect proportion to the amount of problems that you can solve and you can keep moving through on a day in and day out basis. And you don't let those stop you. And so, um, so I love, I love the question because it is a journey. I love, I love that. That's such a good answer. And it also touches on a few other questions that I had for you because I knew you'd have such good insight on tips for entrepreneurs and people who are going through challenges, trying to reach what their goals are in terms of business, but also just in terms of life, because I couldn't possibly agree more with you that success doesn't necessarily have everything at all to do with financial success. It's really about being and feeling fulfilled in your life and creating things that you're excited about, which you have clearly done. So I think it would be great if you could explain to people all about what Keto OS is and what um, what the product behind Prove It is and all of the great science and how that enhances people's lives because that is so fascinating to me and I know to everybody listening because people who listen to this podcast are interested in wellness and well-being, how they can feel better in their everyday lives. And I think Keto OS is something that can really help people feel great. No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I would say this just to piggyback and get closure on the success conversation is that here's the one thing that I would encourage anyone that's listening to this. And I don't care what your background is, where you are in life. It doesn't matter where you are. It only matters where you're going tomorrow. But never, ever, ever compare yourself. Don't compare your company or don't compare anything happening in your life to anyone else. That is the definition of misery. That will take happiness and joy out of your life quicker than anything else. And, you know, that's something that we try to live by as we're, you know, pursuing better is we're all on a different timeline. We all are on a different journey. Embrace your journey because your journey is unique to you and, um, and never compare. And um, because uh, that just, that leads to, to misery. Um, and so that's, and that's one thing that we're doing as a company, right? You know, we, when you talk about keto OS, I think that the, the, and the science is there is when we started, we, um, you know, we were right place, right time, had the opportunity to develop a technology and a, a science. Um, and it's not a new science. It's something that's been around for a hundred years and our bodies are actually meant to burn ketones as a fuel. You only have two types of fuels that convert in your body. And one of them is called um, glucose and the other one is called ketones. And uh, ketones have been used in the medical environment and research environment for literally over 100 years, mostly focus on medical treatments such as epilepsy and cancer and different things of that nature. Uh, but what we're finding out is there's just so much depth to, to, you know, ketones not only being a fuel source for your body, but, you know, it's documented and supported. It's a superior fuel source for your body. And so we developed the, the first exogenous ketone product or supplement on the market. Um, and, you know, it's had amazing success over the first 14 14 months to the point where it's really created a brand new marketplace. And I think it's really, really redefining the standard of supplementation um, when it comes to health, fitness, well-being. And one of the things I think is the most important is that, you know, the ketones, where it starts is your cognition. It starts in your brain. 
And, um, you know, I would look, look at it as it's a, it's almost a fourth macronutrient and there's so many applications for it. Originally, when we first saw it, we said, Hey, this is going to be a great weight loss or fat loss, uh, conversation. And once we started diving into the science, um, the, that is a fraction of what it does. And so, uh, we've been very blessed and very privileged. We introduced our, our product to the market based on community-based marketing. We've really coined this initiative. You hear a lot of tag terms in the market today, like social commerce, uh, social marketing. Um, but each and every one of those tags, uh, it involves a transaction. And what we wanted to do, we knew in order to be successful, we had to bring value first. And that value comes in form of education. And so community-based marketing is... Uh, which we train on all the time, starts with it's, it's educational-based, right? Uh, it's educational-based, and it's team-supported. So you truly develop communities that support the vision and the mission, right? It, it's mission-oriented. And so we lead with education on what ketones are, what they're not, how this can impact people's life, what the science is, what the science isn't. And, you know, for me, the layman person, if they just experience ketones, um, that they don't have to understand it to feel the effects. And the greatest thing about it, this isn't a stimulant energy source. Um, but the things that it does, for instance, is ketones act as signaling molecules to other cells in the body. So it truly helps with, you know, metabolic, um, optimization, for instance. And uh, the product was inspired by research done for our Navy SEALs, Department of Defense. Um, you know, right now, Dr. Dominique D'Agostino, who's an advisor of mine personally and friend of the company, um, who's done a ton of research for it, just got accepted on the NEMO or the NEMO mission with NASA. Um, and we're hopeful that they're going to be using our product as well. Um, that's in the process. And we've seen everything from, you know, the average Joe, or if you want to say the desk jockey, seeing incredible results just in their, their mood, their mental capacity, their sleep, um, you know, their efficiency to burn fat, convert fat into fuel. Because when your body converts fat to real fuel, that fat converts and synthesizes into a ketone molecule, right? Uh, the problem is most people, we take in so many carbs today in our daily, um, if you want to say it, our you know, our daily eating habits that we never can convert our fat. And so that's why our product comes in so handy because it gives people that don't have the adaption to ketones yet that they can supplement with it and get the same effects cognitively. They can get the same effects from the uh, signaling. Um, and it just has a, a world's, worlds of application. We're seeing, um, you know, it has a greater um, conversion of oxygen in the body. We're seeing high-performance athletes. It's truly muscle-sparing. Uh, it has about 200 times more cellular energy than that of a protein, carb, or a sugar. So we see super high-performance athletes, uh, whether they're you know cyclists, marathon runners, or CrossFit athletes, that they're seeing huge strides um, by using it. And when I say huge strides, you got to remember when you're at that level, you know everything is about how do I get that edge? You know what is that little bit of edge that we can get? And then obviously, if you just Google, you know, exogenous ketones and any other ailment that you want to talk about, um, there is a lot of research and documentation on, um, on the applications for it. And so 
you know, we feel blessed that we can bring this education to the world. We feel blessed that other people are now, uh, you know, it's a greater awareness because once you have an awareness, you can never go back, right? And so I think today, more than ever, people are seeking out better. People want better energy, better sleep. They want better vitality so they can have better relationships. You know, they want to be at a better weight. They want to have a better self-image. They want, they want to understand because there's so much confusion when it comes to health and wellness, right? It's, it's just you, you talk to 20 experts, they give you 20 different formulas. And the reality of it is what we feel like is the reason we call it Keto S is it's an operating system. It's something that needs to be in your blood. And it's natively, you know, all the way back to an infant. When you were born, your brain was nourished with ketones. It's in breast milk. You know, it's in mommy's milk. And so your brain would have not been able to develop if you ketones weren't feeding it and it wasn't present. And now we're seeing at the other end of life that when people are losing memory and, you know, they're getting hit with ailments such as dementia and Alzheimer's and aging that literally on scans, when we feed them ketones that look at your brain, it has 10,000 lights, right? And after the age of 30, some of these lights, or maybe we have a uh, traumatic brain injury, the lights turn off. But what happens is each one of these lights has a wire or a tunnel and that tunnel needs electricity. Usually the electricity is glucose, but as we age, glucose quits getting to that light bulb. The tunnel whether you know it 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 closes or you know it it just doesn't allow any fuel in now all of a sudden when you uptake ketones that same light bulb that was off it opens the tunnel back up or it creates a new tunnel that turns on that same light and um, that's just a simple analogy hopefully it made sense and so we're seeing just some incredible incredible things um, you know anecdotally even with the experiences that keep coming back to us so. Our goal, our focus, our mission is to keep being champions and pioneering this ketone conversation, um, you know, create incredible experiences uh, for people with it, uh, and really support that with a real community that fosters that and moves that forward uh, together. And so so that's where we're at as a company, and I would recommend for anyone just to, to check out or just Google the technology so you understand it. And uh, again, it's not something that we developed or created. It's something that, you know, we, I guess we, we could say we formulated and we had the courage to bring to the world uh, because it's a conversation that probably goes against 90% of what we've been trained on for the last 60 years. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool to hear. So, I mean, I know that, that taking this product has affected my life in such great ways in terms of energy and really just brain alertness, I think is the number one thing that I felt. I take it in the morning and I also take it in the afternoon, a non-caffeinated version. And I feel so alert all the time. That's what really hooked me on this product. Um, I mean, I definitely enjoy the energy benefits and a lot of other things about it, but my brain has never felt more awake. So for somebody who's really creative and I'm a writer, and so I'm constantly just in my head, trying to express those thoughts to paper. So to have that brain alertness has been really cool. So for anybody listening, because people always ask me, what's my favorite thing about this product? That's exactly what it is. Um, And Wes is over here nodding his head because he agrees, I think, also. So my next question for you that I'm curious about is how have you personally noticed that this product has enhanced your life in terms of wellness or maybe energy? Or what's your absolute favorite thing about how you personally feel when you take it? Um. (laughs) 
that's a that's a Pandora's box as well. I would say this. I would say mental focus for sure. Um, I would say that it's it's truly helped with my addiction <laughs> because I have the biggest sweet tooth of anyone in the world. Legitimately, I'm the guy that says, "Hey, let's have a cookie." you know, with my kids and it's one Oreo turns into me and the entire box of Oreos. I don't know if anyone can relate. Um, so my addictions and cravings have gone really way down. Um, and there's a lot of science behind that, that, you know, we can get into at a later time. Uh, so I would say that I can tell a big difference in my mood and because of that addiction, you know, or me being satiated and not having those kind of withdrawals, um, you know, I've dropped 20 pounds, um, and I think that's a big attribute to it, uh, you know, and, and I, I think just my overall mood, um, as I said earlier, you know, I was I was really using sheer determination uh, to get through the days, you know, after that that business challenge that I had. Um, and I had, you know, the, the, the smallest amount of financial uh, security in my life. And I had the most responsibility I've ever had in my life with being, you know, newly married and kids. And, and, um, you know, I, I don't like to use a clinical word like depression, but literally I had to force myself to get out of bed every morning. And I believe that sometimes, not sometimes, I believe really all the time in life that, uh, that things get put in our lives for different reasons, but I don't ever believe it's a coincidence. I don't believe there's any coincidences in the world. And, and, um, you know, just happened that this, I, I truly believe this technology even helped with my own, um, you know, well-being. And a lot of that comes from the brain chemistry and, and the signaling molecules. So, uh, so yeah, so all of the above, and like I said, it's Pandora's box, but I, Here's the thing that I know for sure, whether whether I made a dime off of this or our company was ever successful or not, I will take ketones and make sure that my body has ketones present because natively that's how, the way that we were built. That's the way we're wired for the rest of my life. And I think that's, um, that's a formula when you're that passionate. I can tell you when we first started the project and we decided to take on the technology, I had, I had nowhere near the passion I do now. I had passion for business. I had passion for entrepreneurship. But today, you know, there is a greater calling or a greater volunteering in my part because I know this technology, this conversation needs to get out to the world. And it's helped literally, it's helped millions, I mean, tens of thousands, millions of people have heard about it. But it's, uh, uh, so that's how I experience it. That's how I use it every day. And, um, you know, I probably take four of them a day. And if I start feeling draggy or even if I start feeling in a bad mood, I go have one. And I know that sounds silly, but uh, I instantly feel better. So that's so cool. Do you have a favorite flavor? I like them all. Like you know, I, knew, I like the new Swiss mix mixed with 3.0. Um, I love the orange mixed with um, some of the uh, some of the flavored. Uh, what are those waters called? You can get them like at Target. They're um, Lacroix. Lacroix. Yeah, Lacroix. We love we love yeah. that too. Yeah, so I love the orange mixed with coconut lacroix and a ton of ice. Um, I would say my favorite flavor, though, is the Maui Punch. Uh, to me, it tastes just like Hawaiian Punch. And when I was a kid, uh, I was brought up on Hawaiian Punch. I remember my mom used to always get those little metal cans that you had to poke the hole into. We went through probably, I don't know, five or six of those a week. And to me, the Maui Punch uh, tastes the most like that. I've recently been mixing the Maui Punch with the orange, which I've liked. It's just like a little 
fun thing. But Maui Punch would be my second, my first flavor at night before I go to bed. I like drinking the Swiss Miss caffeine free because it helps make me feel like I'm eating something like chocolatey, like hot chocolate, and it's unbelievable. So those are my favorites. That's so fun to hear. I love the Maui Punch too. And I'm not typically a fruity person. I don't always love the fruitiest of flavors, but the Maui Punch is so good. There's just something about it that it also reminds me of being a kid and drinking Capri Suns and that type of like juice that I would always have after like a soccer game or something. So it's, it also brings back those good memories for me. It's fun. So what another question I have for you in terms of business, just in general is in terms of managing others, that's something that I think a lot of us young entrepreneurs struggle with. I am I openly talk about this all the time that I have a really hard time delegating and managing others when I have a lot of tasks to get done in terms of growing my company. But I know that it's so important to delegate and to um, be surrounded, like you're saying, with a community of people who see the same vision and really have trust in those people. So what are your tips for managing a team? Because clearly that's something that you do very well. Well, you know, we're actually doing an event where we're going through a curriculum really on team building, um, you know, it, or if you want to call it matrix management for the corporate world. Um, but I think today what's probably the two most important things is, is your, is your team bought in? You have to have buy-in. And so I think part of it is in the, the if you want to say it, the recruiting process, the hiring process, um, you know, is, is that if people aren't bought into the vision and the mission, then, then it's going to be, you're, I think there's going to be more frustration when people are bought in. It's a lot easier for everyone to tap into more of their potential. And so I've always said that there's, you know, when you look at someone, there's, there's three main attributes I like to look at. Number one, do they have a head to think for themselves? You know, can they problem solve? But number two, do they have the shoulders to carry their own weight? Are they willing to step up with responsibility of getting something done? And then number three is, do they have the heart to see the plan through? And, you know, a lot of people can do it. Some people will do it. But if it's not a team fit, that's part of the buy-in. It has to be a team fit. You know, you have to like each other. You have to be able to work well together. Um, Because if it's not a team fit, it's not going to work ultimately. And so those are kind of two philosophical um, and then I think it's really about looking at, uh, you know, having faith in those that are on your team. Like you, you have to have faith that they can actually get the job done and surround yourself. I'm a, I'm a big believer. I, I want people better than me around me, um, you know, and so there's two real things when you're, you know, when it's in matrix management or you're coaching others is that you have to see where they're at. And, and what I mean by where they're at, every situation, every new project, every new initiative, they might have to tap into different skill sets of theirs. And um, they might, you know, when you're coaching them, there's really, I could break this down into a lot of different variables, but there's two things you got to look at. And that is you have two conversations taking place. It's either a directive conversation or a supportive conversation. So as you're working with other people, you have to know, do they need direction from me? Like, do you need to give them directives? So if I was starting and I've never worked out before and I went to West and I said, work me out, dude then literally he needs to give me directive. Okay, Brian, you need to do this, this, and this, right? And then I have to have the head to think for myself. 
shoulders to go do it with him, and then the heart to actually finish the task that he gives me. You know, and so, or am I a seasoned veteran too that I know what to do in the gym? I'm just not doing what I know. So he might give me a framework, but he needs to be more supportive. Hey, Brian, all right, you already have the plan. We've been through this. I got you, man. You don't, you know what to do. Let me know how I can support. How can I support you in what you're doing? And especially if you have people on your team leading different projects, right? And so I always say sometimes people get those confused. They they cross, you know, is somebody somebody might need directive and you're supporting them, or you're you know you're 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 someone needs support and you're giving them directive, right? So if you have a high A personality that knows what they're doing, you know you got to get behind them and have faith that they can get the job done as well. So hopefully that helps. Yeah, that helps a lot. Definitely. That's something that I think about frequently because um, just growing a business and giving up just those little pieces of everything that you've had your hands in for so long can be difficult for a lot of us, but that's really helpful. Um, You mentioned a little bit earlier, one of your business mentors. And that's another thing I'm really interested in, um, in terms of, I think everybody who's really successful has a lot of mentors that they look to for guidance and inspiration. So do you have any particular books you'd recommend or people that you look to as far as mentorship goes? Yes. Um, you know, I've had both, uh, I've had coaches, basketball coaches, business coaches that they weren't necessarily business coaches, but they were coaching me like, um, and then books, like I always say, you know, if you don't know someone that, that is doing what you want to do, then there's plenty of books. You can go find them because a lot of people they put out in their books. So, um, and I think there's a big difference in a coach and a mentor, you know, a coach can coach you and make you accountable to the things that you want to accomplish. Um, but that doesn't mean that they can show you how to get there. So for instance, if I want to make a million dollars in real estate, you know, I can hire a coach to keep me accountable to my daily task or my regimen or whatever it might be to help coach me, you know, to productivity. Um, but if that coach has never made a million dollars in real estate, he cannot help guide me there. There's, it's an impossibility, right? It's all going to be based on theory. And, you know, that's going to be, leave a lot of room for frustration. But a mentor is someone that has done what you're looking to do, or they've been to the pinnacle you're looking to get to. And so I've always said, if you want to work, walk through a minefield, you better follow somebody. And so a mentor can give you a different set of wisdom. And I believe that everyone's life has uh, opportunity for both. And so some of the greatest mentors that I've found, I've found in books. Elon Musk is a mentor of mine. Uh, have never met him. However, I have learned so much through him and his journey. I've just applied it to mine, right? Um, I think one of the best books in the world to help people set up their mindset uh, is, is one of the, the greatest of all times. It's called Think and Grow Rich. And it's not just about rich in terms of wealth, but it's an unbelievable uh, book. Um, and so, you know, I've been very fortunate to to run into uh, a lot of people along the way, business partners that I have now that have achieved at a high level of success, basketball coaches. Um, and so, you know, I would tell everyone to start with a book called Thinking Grow Rich. Uh, you know, I also depends on where someone is in their journey. I love um I love a, a book that's a really simple book, but it's called Rhinoceros Success. Uh, we read it to our kids every single night. It's just about being a rhino, charging for what you want, having thick skin. and It's just great. It's really a great parable. 
Um, and so another one is Outwitting the Devil. Uh, the same guy that wrote Think and Grow Rich wrote a book at the same time he was writing that, uh, Napoleon Hill, but he never released it until years later. But it's called Outwitting the Devil. I'm revisiting that one currently. Um, Hacking Leadership is a book that um, a couple years ago I, I really enjoyed and uh, I've, I've revisited it two or three times. Uh, another book that I think is, is um, I think there's a ton of books, right? It's just, uh, to me, it's just about applying what you're learning um, and, and going for it. Um, you know, Ego is the Enemy is a current book that I'm reading that I really, really love and, and I'm revisiting. Um, and so, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of books and I'd be happy to send you over a list that, that um, I kind of have. And that's something that we always do. I kind of prove it forward to people that are in our community that are that are charging for success. I always send them books or tips or summaries uh, just as an encouragement. Hey, keep it going. Hey, there's a lesson here. Hope you get the same thing out of this lesson that I just read. And I, I was just thinking about you. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, we can definitely leave the links to these books in the show notes for people who are listening so that it's easy to click over and they can check them out too. So, um, so as we're closing in on the interview here, because I know that you are a busy guy, do you have anything to leave us with and, um, kind of some, maybe just some details about where the company is going? Well, yeah, I mean, I I would just say thank you for having me on. Thank you for anyone that took your time to listen. Um, time is the most valuable commodity that we have in the world. And if you're spending your time listening to this, hopefully we've given you some value. Uh, for spending time with us. And as a company, we're going to keep pursuing better. And so we want to continue to lead the market and we want to continue to, um, you know, to make sure that we're bringing value to the world. And so that's our commitment to excellence. And and I would just say, if, uh, if you're on the call, just, you know, whatever your it is, go pursue it and know that when you're pursuing it, you're inspiring other people's and that's the greatest level of fulfillment you'll ever receiving your life. And so, and I think that one of the key notes is something that's close to me is you don't have to become someone else to do that. Just have the courage to be more of who you are. Dare to be you. You're, you're, you're unique, be unique and, uh, and go for your end, go take it. And so 2017 is all of your year. And, um, you know, if there's anything that we can do as a company or personally, uh, do not hesitate to reach out to us. And I appreciate Jordan, everything that you stand for and Uh, Keep crushing it. Keep doing what you're doing. And I can't wait for us to spend some time together here in the near future. Me too. Me too. This was so fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us about everything. I know that people are absolutely (laughs) going to love this episode and get so much value. Awesome. Thank Thank you. you. I appreciate appreciate you guys. guys. Yeah. Talk to you all soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brian. All right.